re 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 ready Check Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. I said Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rewriters Room. We are the men with the pen on the A Show Network under RNC Radio Live. It is the boy Armand. I'm here. I'm excited to be back again with my guys. Uh, WrestleMania week was incredibly tiring. I have never watched so much live wrestling during one week. Like every night, my, my girl was getting upset at me because I had something to watch. Our FaceTimes had to be rescheduled. Um, you know, I was half listening to her talk while I was watching, you know, Io Shirai do something crazy or MSK do something crazy. Or, you know, she was tapped into during the Bad Bunny match, thankfully, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, crazy week of wrestling. Um, happy and sad that, that it was over because WrestleMania season is just such a good time. But uh, happy to be here, man. How, how, how y'all doing? Uh, Maharaja Watch is officially back. Um, <laughs> the rumblings have been heard. The call has been sent out. Um, we are ready, willing, and able. You know, especially a lot of these firings. You notice the Bollywood boys nor gender were on that list. For me, mm. that spells good things for the future. Um, so yeah, so I'm just excited for a new year. Should be interesting now that we're getting fans back and more kind of. They announced they're going to do touring um, as soon as they can, basically. Um, so it's cool. Uh, seeing things kind of get back to some semblance of normalcy. Word. CCI, how you doing, man? What's good, y'all boys? What's good out the whole world? How y'all living is young CC, best rap producer in the whole world. God body, because I can assume healthy products and do child curls, benevolent service to the earth, philanthropist, and every phrase that I say is a gem like amethyst. You could put any nigga next to me and women gonna ask him whose man is this i may talk a lot but i only got one thing to say love yourself keep going you are the world give all you can take care of your body your people and your land check check bruh um i can i can go another two months without watching wrestling man (laughs) (laughs) it's been a lot (laughs) i thought i was ready for this and i was like oh two nights is better um nah it's not (laughs) i mean it is it is and then it also isn't because like the two nights are after six straight nights of just like wrestling this is this has been a lot but yeah no it's pretty exciting ready to talk this out i think too what changes is that usually pay-per-views started seven and wrestlemania started eight both nights yeah and so you was the rain delay yeah and so you was really starting like nine so it was pushing like 11 30 almost midnight especially night two i was like all right all right now (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna lie that threw me off i like because i like i panicked um, I was like cooking dinner on um, what was it Sunday, and I like panicked because it was like six forty-five, and I'm like, oh gosh, let me get ready for seven, and I'm like, oh no, it's eight o'clock again. And, I'm like, oh, and what's crazy is they said WrestleMania was at eight, and like I was looking all over the internet for pre-show information, and it, you couldn't find it. But then when you turned on Peacock, there was a pre-show. There was just no yep. matches. Like, but like there was interesting stuff happening, like interesting conversations, Booker T doing an African accent, which he should never do again. Like a couple of really cool things going on. I was like, I would have liked to know, but they didn't advertise the pre-show. So I'm like, um, okay, whatever dudes. Um, but I, I would agree. Like, I think the two nights is good for the talent. Like it gives them more time, like Biggie and Apollo got, you know, a little more time, stuff like that. Like certain matches that you wanted to see go longer. But for us, it's like, even though we love wrestling, we have to commit two nights to watching wrestling when like Saturday night, we, we might've wanted to go out or hang with our family. And then Sunday night, you know, we could sit and watch WrestleMania for eight hours. But now we gotta be like, all right, Saturday night and Sunday night, baby, I'm sorry, but like, I'm gonna be watching this TV, watching this wrestling. So, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. But yeah, man, uh, good week, good week. Uh, a lot of great things happen. So like, we can just jump right into it with our pre-write. Um, from the entire WrestleMania week, uh, what was your favorite match? This includes NXT TakeOver, even WrestleMania SmackDown Edition. Like, what was your favorite match and why? San Benito. The greatest wrestler <laughs> of our generation. Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny <laughs> Destroyer. 
Man. The leaping cross body, the oh, Falcon man. Arrow in stereo. Man. Like, I just, that, like, you just, like, it's like almost like the match itself, like, Bad Bunny, clearly a true entertainer, true performer, like, all that kind of stuff. But even on top of that, like, you can have a great wrestling match on WrestleMania, but there have been a million great wrestling matches on WrestleMania. Not a million, but, like, that happens. You don't see stuff like that. Like, you'll we'll probably never see another, like, just rapper just show up and, like, hit a Canadian destroyer on the outside of the ring mm-hmm. just casually. Like, just, yeah. like, you didn't even really try that hard. So, like, I, to me, that's just the match. Because you'll just never see something like that. Like, that's the match, like, I'll run back. Like, oh, yeah, when Bad Bunny came and, like, tore the house down. Damn, it's a, it's a new, there's a new bar now. Yes. Like, yeah. you can't, yeah. like, at this point, how do you bring in a celebrity? You know, like, there's a. There's an entirely new bar. Then when I saw him hit the Bad Bunny Destroyer, man, I was like, okay, listen. Wrestlers don't have that move. Yeah. There's wrestlers on the roster who don't okay, hit that so move. Okay, so I didn't want to, I didn't, I really don't want to put anybody down because I know y'all, I mean, I know like for anybody who's out there doing this in the midst of doing this, whether you're a year in, three months in, or fucking 30 years in, I know it's a lot of bullshit that you got to go through in order to even want to do this thing that you've been dreaming of doing your whole life for the wrestlers, you know, you know, who this is your life if you're wrestling or whatever. That being said, there's a lot of you <laughs> niggas who he just outshined. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. Some like, of y'all been doing it for 15, 20 years. He came in for three months and just... <laughs> It just is what it is. Like, I'm sorry. Like, um, and speaking of like outshining, that would like lead to my favorite match. So I didn't think this was gonna be my favorite match. And um, it was mostly because I haven't been following these storylines. So I wasn't really up on these people. And this is a, a non-WrestleMania one, but I'll give what my, my WrestleMania one was in a second. My overall favorite match, just period. Um, it was when MSK won the tag titles. Yeah. That match was so fucking good you know what it, it was or whatever when i was younger watching people like edge and christian uh matt hardy and jeff hardy or whatever whenever they would like come across the opportunity to like maybe get that championship or whatever and then they finally did as a fan as a person watching i was like oh no like it's like i'm watching like this person really go get that thing that they're after and it's like it's just how do I how do I put it? It's like um you know just like watching the, the young guys who have like been dedicated to this you know however long it's been like the last few years like really fight and climb and crawl crawl their way up. It gave me that feeling again, and that's yeah. when I was just like oh okay like this is special. On top of the fact that like spot wise that match was stupid. That yeah, it was, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. It was like and so and then like as a tag team I'm watching them and I'm like. This can like I want to watch y'all for like 15 years now. I want to see y'all just go for 15 years. So that was like my overall favorite match from like the actual WrestleMania, though. As far as like my my actual match that I liked, um, my favorite one, eh, this is good. It was Randy and the Fiend. And yeah. it was like less about the match and more about everything around. First of all, the way this nigga ended Iconic. this entrance. Iconic. Transformed, like it was iconic. Just... The the Jack in the Box where he's coming up and the music's like rising. I watched it yeah. five times the next day. I was like, yo, that nigga came you. out the box looking like he was ready to beat everybody else. War. <laughs> yeah, like I told you guys in our group chat, I I have no more slander for the fiend. Like like if if, yeah. if you slander his 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 in ring work, it's just like you're saying what's already known. Like yeah, you gotta take okay. him for what he is. You know he's a mid wrestler, but like. Yeah. The packaging has been flyers throughout. Like, yes. There's nothing you can say about that. Yeah, he jumped like, off the box. I was bro, like, oh, to start the, the match, and, and, and they just the rang box. the bell. They just, they was like, all right, yeah, if Fiend calls it, just ring the bell. Like, <laughs> let's go. And then they found a new way for, like, uh, like we've been watching Randy and The Fiend for a long time, but they found a new way for one of those matches to end, which was the twist with Alexa causing the distraction. And now you go, like, you know, I mean, for I so I missed I missed Raw and SmackDown when I saw like a little bit of a few of the notes or the highlights or whatever. But what's still in my mind, or uh, especially if we just take me back to that day. So like, what I'm thinking right after that happens is, did she do that on purpose? Like, why did she do that? Like, and this is why Bray Wyatt is fucking amazing at what he does or whatever. Like, he's not here to like just give you the straight up match because you know he probably knows he can't just give you like the straight up match. But on top of that, like he knows he's got your eyes and he knows you know he's he's got your ears and stuff like that. So what he's doing is he's 
he's watch. It's like he's. It feels like he's watching you watch the match, and then yeah. like he's like, all right, let me fuck with him this way. Let me fuck with him this way. Whatever. So like for it to end that way, I was just like, it just opened up like what we thought was something that could have been long and drawn out. It just made it a whole new thing, and I was just like, the ability to do that is crazy in storytelling. Yeah. So that was that was nuts. And it honestly wasn't even a bad match either. Like, no. like Fiend, Fiend was doing some gangster shit. Like when, yeah. when he no no sold the backdrop on the announce table. When he yeah. no sold Randy's DDT. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, like you gotta put some, a little respect. Like that's so gangster. No one else yeah. is doing that. As I say, it's like the thing is that like it's one of those matches where they did it to piss you off. Like, and it's mm-hmm. when you are mad. It's almost like we're talking about with like JBL or like Edge. It's like you hate it. But like that's what they wanted you to do because like yeah. the reason why people, everyone's upset is because everyone wanted the fiend to wash Randy. Like after that yeah. entrance, everyone was teed up. Like, how is the fiend going to legitimately snap Randy's neck? Like I I feel death coming. And then when it didn't happen, we were like, no, because it was like, it was the first match we so like teed up. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. And about MSK, like one thing I think too is about them is that like especially on the main roster, unless they're like two guys with like a gimmick. We really don't see a lot of people who come up as tag teams anymore. Like both the tag team champions are basically singles wrestlers who they put together, or you have like a heavy machinery or a Viking Raiders. Like the Street Profits, just off the top of my head, are like really the only two where it's like they've always been a tag team. And I think that's another thing about tag team wrestling where it's like it feels organic. We actually have yeah. been working together. Like sometimes Dolphin Bobby be like, we've been working for this. I'm like, yeah, for like four months. Like yeah. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. like that wasn't your tag partner last year. So like I mean, yeah. cool, but like. The, you tell they've been working towards, and obviously in real life we know that is the case. But like in the storyline feels more authentic because it's not just like these two people thrown together. Yeah, and on and like that's a very good point. And to extend that, like just like look at so I look the reason why MSK stood out to me is because I, I don't I had that same thought. I'm thinking about you know Street Profits are the only other tag team that I'm looking at. And I'm like, oh, okay, like I look at you guys as like a true tag team. But even within that, and even in the past or whatever, we've seen this or whatever. Um, but especially with us be all being older now watching this, it's just like when you see a tag team these days, really what you're thinking is, okay, how are they gonna split them up? Who's Beyonce? Not Who's the Beyonce? Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. That's the question. I don't like watching that match. I'm like, fam, this is a this is a pack, like MSK yeah. is MSK. Like you can't really cut it's like it's like the Dudley boys. It's like yeah. I could watch singles matches with either of them, but it's the Dudley boys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Reverend bro. Devon like, was cute. It was cute. Yeah. Testify was cute. Bully Ray was yeah. cute. But like yeah. I want 3D. Like yeah, it's just different. <laughs> <laughs> them boys got something. That's yeah. they they go into the moon with that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Speaking of oh, tag teams, they never should have broke up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait. What? What's it? You said speaking Jim. of tag teams, I should have never. I was just, up. I was just getting upset about. What oh. we're next. But Armand, you go, you go. Armand, I'm sorry. Um, I would say for me, I really enjoyed non-WrestleMania. I enjoyed uh, since CC did it, the Champa Walter match was very, very good. Tommaso, the Ciampa brutality put on. He like you know because Walter is is Teflon. Like Walter is just one of them ones. Like you know whoever he stepped the in great the ring with, he's going to destroy. And it actually made me remember. When Drew Claymore kicked him in the uh, Survivor Series match, Survivor Series 2019, when Drew Drew pinned him, like Claymore kicked him, I was like, "Yo!" Aside from that, I ain't seen Walter get like he hasn't lost beat by anybody. Like, like he's never lost or or even come close to doing anything to him. But Champa really had him like you know Champa made us believe for for some period of time that he 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 could do it. It was um it was great. And everyone was complaining about Walter winning the match with a chop. You must not really watch Walter. Like you you must not watch yeah. Walter's matches because like. The man can beat you any way he wants, but his chops are, I think, by far the... Look at Chompa's chest. Yeah. All right. like, <laughs> like, Walter's chops are the most lethal chops in WWE history. Like, you know, <laughs> R- 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 Ric Flair's were lethal, but it's Ric Flair. Walter's a big dude who, like, also ch- just chops the shit out. Like, of course he can win a match that way. He's he's Walter. So I really enjoyed that. I'd say for Mania, um, obviously the Sasha Banks-Bianca Belair match, just the moment... The, the cook, cooking it was it was incredible but I, I gotta go with the roman edge daniel bryan match and it was tough because like for me i, I really couldn't call it going into it like I, there was a part of me that's like roman needs his his main event moment like and, and it'd be like a really good match too because like he beat triple h wrestlemania 32 but the match wasn't that good to me he he beat undertaker but we know that match was awful 
Um, but like him being like he he's been in this one is what his fifth WrestleMania main event, but only like one of them prior to this match was like an actual good match in my opinion. The the, the yeah. Brock match where Rollins uh, uh, came in and cashed in. So him being in the ring with Edge and Daniel Bryan, it was like part of me thought Edge could win. Edge won the Royal Rumble. He's got his redemption story going. Part of me thought Bryan could win. Bryan is saying this is his last run. Like that they're gonna run back. You know, WrestleMania 30. Him getting a triple threat match he wasn't supposed to be in, and like him tapping somebody out. So it was like just just the confusion going into it made me that more excited for it. And the match delivered in so many mm-hmm. ways. Edge put on coming out in the all white, all the pyro. Nigga, that fit, bro. Bro, we co- co- cocaine white like he came yeah. in clean as shit. Uh, Roman making us wait, his entrance being like five minutes, all the pyro for him. AK, uh, bro, I'm just like wow. Like the the presentation was incredible. Then the actual match was incredible. Like that spot where Edge had Roman in the crossface, and then Roman puts the yeah. S lock on him. Edge uses part of the chair. Like uh, the spot yeah. where Roman standing on the stairs yeah. posing, and Edge spears him. Like that was just. Yeah. So he's about to just, tap and like Daniel like catches his hand and like bro. stops him from tapping. I was like, oh, that's iconic. Like, he's like about to give it. He's like, no, if you go tap, you'll tap to both of us. My nigga, like you not just tapping him. Like they had three of three of my favorite performers, but also three great wrestling minds come together to just give us a, a true main event, like an, an incredible main event. And like I ended up betting against Roman, but I, I wasn't mad that that Roman won entirely, aside from the fact I had to take three shots because I bet against him. But um, you know, for the me it was pin. like, right, yeah, oh, the, 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 the double him, stack him, one, two, like that. Was, that that image of him so just gangster. like over both of them, like oh so God. gangster. Like like honestly, neither Edge nor Daniel Bryan should come back for a rematch after getting pinned that way. Like it, it, oh. like you 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 don't deserve it. You 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 don't deserve it. Like. But it, it, it was just honestly incredible. And for me, I think this really – because, you know, they wanted Roman to be the guy for a while. Like, he had the main events and, you know, coming back from leukemia and he was universal champion. But this is really the first time that Roman's felt like the champion. Like, because, you know, when he won it from Brock, from Brock SummerSlam 2018, like, he won because Braun was there distracting Brock. Like, or WrestleMania 32 when he beat Triple H. Like, you knew Roman was going to get the title back. But it was just – it just didn't feel right to me. This – Right now, with this character, with with the performances he's put on, with how crafty he's been as a heel, because like he's not one of like he's doing some heel stuff where it's kind of like weaselly, but like he's still like dominating and like really cooking and winning matches. Um, so this this moment felt right, and like you know, people were complaining that a lot of heels won at WrestleMania, but I feel like every story hey. made sense. Like it, it all it all made sense. It, it was really enjoyable for me. Yeah, and Damn, the storylines aren't over either. So like. It's not as if like, like they're continuing the Oscar thing. They're continuing like, like it's not as if like because they won a WrestleMania that means okay this year the heels won and then it's a completely new reset. Like that's not how WrestleMania is anymore. Like a lot of that stuff is gonna be continue where the Bayface might end up ending the feud as the victor. Like you can't call it. Right. Yeah, I think that's what I really really liked about this WrestleMania is that they didn't abstract it away from the rest of what's going on in WWE and and yeah. in actuality they did the complete opposite, which is they they said. We got all these storylines going on. We're going to fucking put an emphasis on all of these stories. Like every single storyline, I'm still more interested in. You know what I mean? Like I knew like I knew where half of these matches were going to go. I'm looking at it right, uh, right now, whatever. The only thing that I didn't see come in, um, but it's my own fault because I wasn't paying attention, was uh, Sheamus beating Riddle. But then I thought about it. I'm just like, Sheamus is at the end of his rope. They, you know, yeah. they're going to give him another one before he, yeah. before he goes or whatever. But aside from that, I'm like, it, it makes sense that all of these went the way they went. Honestly, I saw a, a way for Kevin Owens to lose. I was like, maybe he mm-hmm. loses or whatever. But mm-hmm. no, it's great. Like all of these, all of these things keep the story going. Uh, yeah. for, like all of these matches and specifically for Roman, he's like John Cena in that his story is longer than whatever feud that he happens to be in right now. And it's like, you're playing to the feud that's in right now, but also the larger story at all times or whatever. So when he fucking had Daniel Bryan out by the side, by the announce table was beating his ass. And then he finally got to hear and see the crowd for the first time (laughs) in a fucking year. And they're just like, you know, and he's just sitting there like, you fuck, what are you going to do? Like, and he fucking power bombs him through. I felt a cathartic moment. I cannot, mm-hmm. if I was actually, if I was Roman Reigns, I probably would have came in that moment. Like, I would have been like, yes. <laughs> I would have felt such a sense of relief. I would have been like, you do not know how much. And for it to be Daniel Bryan that he put through it too. Because that's yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's the complete opposite of, you know, he's yeah. the guy 
who were just like, yeah, no, these is our guys. So for for them to do that, man, bruh, like that's that was crazy. That was really good. I think Roman right now is like, you know, he's honestly, man, I don't think you could touch this nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't think yeah. you could touch this nigga right now. I think it's summed up best by um Thanos, where he says he look like he looks at the universe and you could not live with your own failure. And look what that brought you. <laughs> look where that to me. Brought. You're cheering me, Roman Reigns. Look where look where that all these champions uh-huh. you had, AJ, uh-huh. Gender, Daniel, and look what Braun, the fiend, and 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 look and look where you ended up cheering. Look who you want to win. Me. I think that's why I, I love Roman. Cause I think I love Roman's character where he is right now. Cause he remind me of like a Jay-Z, a Drake, or whatever, when they be rapping at niggas a certain way. It's just like, you know, like when they talk, are they talking shit? Yeah. But like if you go on Politico and fact check that shit, is it gonna come back like hundred percent facts? Like, yeah, unfortunately, it's like yeah. He is the reason why you niggas get paid so much. Sorry, but like it the, is. The, the sad part is you need me more than you hate me. You can hate Come me on, all man. you want, but you need me. Need me. Um, speaking of love it. speaking of needing, or rather the opposite, uh, there were there were some firings in the WWE this week. Real quick, I'm, I'm gonna go through the list. If there's anyone that you know y'all feel strongly about, or felt you know they could have done more time or their characters misused feel free to jump in so we lost billy Kay and peyton royce Mickey james tucker chelsea green samoa joe Kalisto, bo dallas mojo Rawley. floor is yours fellas did are, are y'all feeling strongly about any of these firings i feel like I, while obviously everyone is understandably like kind of peeved by the samoa joe thing I think as everyone also could have expected, it, it's an injury thing. Like, I don't think anyone is like, oh, Samoa Joe sucks. Get him out of WWE. I, it was clear that he just couldn't get healthy. So I think that is something where, like, that's, like, its own thing. Um, I do, as, like, one of the two people who, like, liked those Mojo Riley like, mirror programs, was like, oh, I wonder where that was going to go. It didn't go anywhere. Um, but, like, someone like Chelsea Green, like, how can we miss Chelsea Green? I think Chelsea Green had, like, four – NXT matches like I don't like you can't miss something you never really had so I don't a lot like obviously the iconics but the one I feel like the strongest about personally is Mickey James um I think she was somebody doing her best work on Instagram recently and um <laughs> oh my miss, God. I'm just gonna miss that <laughs> I just, she's, she was just looking real good she would come back up to Rob like oh what is that <laughs> yeah just yeah. pop on the forearm, like, oh, I see you, Mickey. I see you, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> see you. And I saw him miss that, you know. That's about it. Yeah, for me, I, I only feel it selfishly. Like, you know, um, there some some of these people were entertaining me. Like, Billy Kay was really fucking entertaining. Like, she's really great. And also, like, I'm thinking, like, from a, a perspective, of, like, for me, it's just, like, I always like to gather, like, the, the best resources and we'll figure out the fucking thing later or whatever. So, for me, I'm just, like, I don't. I I get why you would fire Billy Kay, but I also don't get it because you know how this game goes. You know there's ups and downs, right, or whatever. And then those downs, that's when you need niggas like our truth or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just keep, you know, while everything's going bad or whatever. You know, they'll be part of it or whatever. And then people who are panning it will be like, oh, he's bad or whatever. But while things are going great or whatever, and he's twenty four or seven. 7-Eleven all the time, champion or whatever. Um, you know, it's like, oh, this is funny, but it's only cute because there's other good stuff going on. You know what I mean? Billy yeah. Kay is one of those people where it's just like you could put this nigga in a room, she's gonna find a way to make whoever it is laugh around yeah. him. Like you have to keep people like that. You don't find niggas like that. You can't even it be Hollywood movies, you can't even find niggas like that, like <laughs> whatever. So it's yeah. tough. So that one was tough for me. And then also selfishly, uh Joe, like I completely understood too. Like for him, it's just like he needs to go ahead and free himself as Fantasia would say, you know, like there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a world for him to live like outside of this, but selfishly, this nigga was so, I feel like he was just getting really, 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 really great. Um, on the mic on commentary, like there's some shit I heard him say in the last uh, couple of weeks where I'm like, yo, turn this up, like keep doing this or whatever. But, but yeah, that's gone. And, um, other, the last one selfishly is a uh, Kalisto. I just love, I love watching him, him wrestle, but, uh, you know, there'll, yeah. there'll be another, day or time for that just hopefully it's something that i'd actually watch madonna yeah. del phantasm is queued up ready for you don't worry they, uh, <laughs> so come in. joaquin wild is ready to Them take that mantle <laughs> yeah they, they got rid of andrade they got rid of calisto it's, yeah. it's, it's time for a new a new one to lucha, step up. lucha lucha <laughs> uh 
Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to echo, like, none, none of these really stood out to me. Like, I remember on the on the WrestleMania prediction episode, you were like, where's Tucker? And we saw him in, in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and now we see he's gone. And it's like, but no one really missed him. Like, he was he, he was the clear, like, lesser of the heavy machinery. He had his moment turning on Otis, which was a means to an end. But, like, no one was really invested in, in Tucker. So it's, it's okay. Like, yeah, like, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Honestly, that's just crazy. Wow. To love it. that's really disrespectful. Because <laughs> Torn is a good song. Torn is a oh, really good man. song. That's very disrespectful to her. I'm so sorry. Right. He's one of the twins. He's one of the other twins. So how, <laughs> that is, how, you, how is your luggage going to make it to the flight? Never mind. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's it's, it's whatever. Um, Billy Kay, I, I definitely agree with Cece. Like, she's just entertaining. She, regardless of who you put her in in a segment with like she's stealing stealing the show as far as humor goes um now thinking about it you know i could have seen a future for her like as like kind of what like sonia deville's role is with, with adam pierce like because i want to see sonia back in the ring so i think billy k would have been fun in that role but honestly thinking about it i remember when we did our brock episode one of you said brock would be a cool gm kind of like uh you know like oh you want this title match fight me for it <laughs> if joe could get too, cleared yeah. If Joe could get cleared and he could have been a GM kind of like oh, that, like, yo, like, God. you, you want to do this? Fight me for it. Like, I feel like Joe could have been a really, really good GM. But I know he wanted to get in ring. I know they wanted him in ring, but he just couldn't get cleared. That so. idea just made me mad. I'm so tight because I yeah. never thought about him being GM. And now I'm picturing it. It's the best thing ever. Fuck. Because no one's no one would mess with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no one respects Adam Pierce. Like Braun Strowman beat him up roman beat him up like people don't really respect adam Pearson damn they call point. this nigga a bitch every week someone yeah. calls him a bitch every week yeah yeah you know, Joe, you know how much of a go ahead you know how much of a bitch adam pierce is this nigga they have turned jay uso into the main event like wrestler every other week just off a nickname just off the strength of being like you are now main event jay uso so now you have to be the main event every week like it's niggas like rusev couldn't get a tag title match and Roman Reigns said, nah, Jay in there. <laughs> He's just in there every week against somebody. Yeah. Every single week, super kicking somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we definitely want to wish all of these wrestlers the uh, best in their future endeavors. I'm sure we'll see some on AEW and Impact or starting Bo Dallas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bo, Bo Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. is 100% yeah. going to challenge for the TNT Championship. And something's going to be like Bo Dudley or some shit. For sure. For sure. Uh, to get into our free write, this one is for the homies who ain't make it to the WrestleMania card. Uh, we know from a Fightful report, it is reported that Aleister Black will be returning soon. What would you guys like to see for Aleister Black? Uh, he is currently a SmackDown superstar. I believe he's, he's on the SmackDown roster right now. Um, so what, what would you guys like to see for Aleister Black um, upon his return? Um, so honestly... I think Alistair Black needs, um, I don't know why, and, and I don't mean like anything by this when I say it. I just, when I picture it, I feel like it's better this way. Like what Karrion Cross has, uh, what, why am I forgetting shorty name right Scarlet now? Bordeaux. Scarlet Bordeaux. Yeah, what, what she has. Scarlet fine as hell, Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what those two have, Alistair Black like could use that. And he yeah. doesn't need it the whole time. He's going to be there for the rest of it. He just needs a Kickstarter uh, for something like that because Alistair Black, I personally, I feel Alistair Black is better when um, he doesn't have to talk a lot or whatever. Yeah. And he can talk and it's great or whatever. It's just that when he doesn't have to talk a lot or he can talk and then there's somebody else there backing him up or whatever, I think that's like the best. Like him out on his own in the WWE universe like in the or in the world amongst all these superstars and everything that's going on, I'm just like, Ed is not really an angle for him. And on top of that, I think he works better the same way like Karrion Cross too, where it's just like, it's kind of heelish or whatever. It's not like by the book heel, but it's just like, you know, you see something you want it, you're going to go go and like take it from that person. And it's just like, you've decided that this is okay in your mind, kind of like feeling thing or whatever. So I, I think that that would be the good look for him, to be honest. It's funny you say that because in real life, he does have that. Like he's married to Zelina Vega, but like in wrestling, he doesn't. Like, like, in, <laughs> like in real life, he does that perfect thing you're talking about. He has, but he just like, yeah. he can't incorporate that because he's not in WWE anymore. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think like when I think of Aleister Black, and I, I, I tweeted this a couple of like weeks ago, like to me, like one of the best segments of his career is after the whole Nikki Cross knew who attacked him and she told him one week and then the next week he comes back and he just runs through the backstage like, 
where is he? He like black masses Lars. I think that's where he broke Lars on his jaw. Like he sent him to God. He black masses all these security guys. Comes out, where's Johnny? Looking for Johnny. And I think what that reminded me of is like the nerd of me is like a scene from the Winter Soldier. And I think that is Alistair Black's best role is like basically a weapon or someone else mm. like like you're saying like when he has to talk it's like it needs to be like very clipped like very like focused on a mission like i need to get this thing and yeah. so like so where he could just call ass so i think his best role is either a as like and you i don't know i can't think of the rest i've been trying to think about it because it will be someone like adam cole but it couldn't actually be adam cole but someone who is a bit less threatening than he is who kind of like does his dirty work but also like is his own like not a, not necessarily like a heater but more so like my enforcer like kind of like what you would think jay uso will be doing but like not actually getting his ass whooped all the time like actually like <laughs> being like a legitimate threat where it's like if you want to step to me you gotta go through alistair first and alistair don't play that shit and even if it's kind of like he doesn't really want to do it for some reason he has to i think that would be dope but also what i think is that he needs to go back overseas um and take walter's uk championship i think that Ooh. match would go dummy I th- and I do part of me, the purest in me wants to keep the UK championship on a European person. The person to be right. from UK, but I think Alistair having that like cachet of actually being like from there, I think that would be a fire match. It'd be violent as hell. And I think if you could somehow, I don't know if Alistair can kick that high because Walter is a large <laughs> man. He might have to get him on his knees or something, but if a black mask that put Walter out would be an epic way for him. Like, cause it would be like something where it's like, it wasn't a match, this was a fight. Like they didn't got to it. And I think that would be a really fire. Like, I don't know what NXT UK's big show is, or like what they call it, but like if that was a blow off and that's how the title got off Walter. That's me. I'll fuck with that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to say anything because I, now I just want to see that. Um, Charlotte Flair returned this past Monday with the promo of promo. She called <laughs> out all the women by name. We saw on Twitter that they edited the, the what they bitches want beat behind her promo. <laughs> it was Sasha Banks, Naomi, Bianca Belair. Like she, she went crazy. And honestly, what she was saying was facts, which is why the people responded the way they do. And so it's looking like they're going to insert her in the Rhea Ripley, Asuka feud over the Raw Women's Championship. At this point in Charlotte's career, like, there, you can't really do much interesting stuff with her anymore unless it involves the title. But, like, you know, we are the men with the pen. We create craziness. So, like, to, to make Charlotte – and not that she needs to be made interesting because she's always interesting. But, like, for y'all, with, with the mad minds that y'all have, what would you do with Charlotte that doesn't involve the title at this point? I think – um so – I think, first of all, I think that question has been asked within WWE late last year slash the top of this year or whatever, because, or I mean, not even late last year, like early last year, because you saw her with the Lacey thing. I think everyone, including the WWE, which usually is like the last people to find out, even though they kind of know, like have gotten to the point where they're just like, yeah, we don't care about what championship Charlotte wins at this point or whatever. It's just like you can't put her in the championship match and right. anyone feels like there's stakes. There's just like we've seen her win so many times. Who gives a shit? She beat Oscar when we didn't want her to be Oscar. Like it's it's at the point where it's just like we don't give a shit. It's like watching John Cena win a universal championship. We're just like, okay, and um, so <laughs> it was gonna point, happen. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, I feel like what she needs is like a um kind of like a uh kind of would like what biggie and apollo had which is that like she needs something like super duper super duper personal it's just like i don't like that bitch that bitch don't like me like that that's what she needs like kind of because that's what i'm thinking about it now and i'm gonna bring this back up later and i don't want to spoil it but we've seen that in the past before like uh, back in the attitude and, and ruthless aggression eras or whatever when there were uh, so many people but not enough titles to go around you yeah. just made it so that two motherfuckers didn't like each other, bro. Kind of how, um, kind of how they tried to do it, like Sammy and Kevin or whatever. Which, like, the match was better than the few, but like, yeah, just turn it into one of those. But the the question is, is just like, how do you get there? I think it would be great for Naomi to step up and do it because mm. not like because I and and here's another reason why it's like with Charlotte's promo not only Charlotte's promo but like many people's promo recently especially the promo that everyone had to do before uh during the delay on Wrestlemania niggas is getting more like real and like breaking the fourth wall with it or whatever Mm -hmm. so like Charlotte could be like you know Bob you know she did her promo whatever Naomi could be like 
you know, say everything I just said. You've gotten opportunities. Like, you won the championship, blah, 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 blah. And now you come out here calling out my name when I didn't even do anything to you, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And boom, just, like, get right to it. So, like, and then have them put something crazy on or whatever. And they could just do, like, grudge match grudge match type shit. And everybody going to win out of that because Charlotte's still going to look legit. And now everybody's going to be like, wait, Naomi's, like, on championship level. So it's going to be fire. And then, like, from there, you just have them split off and Naomi go gets whatever championship or whatever. But yeah, like I, I would love to see Naomi step up and have like a one-on-one feud with, with Charlotte that goes for like two months. That would be great. Mm-hmm. You know what would be fire about that? What they can incorporate is like, and this is something like, I'm. this might be a real thing, I don't know. But like the whole like, y'all act like the four horsemen were the only four women out here wrestling. Like y'all mm-hmm. always talking down all the rest of us. Like we don't exist. And like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that would be such a fire because it would also, it would bring the four horsewomen together. So you could have that four way. You could have like eight women tag match or whatever. But like that kind of sort of like, yeah, y'all do just talk about it. Like it was just Charlotte, Sasha, Becky and Bailey out here. Like I've been out here working. And I think that it, that would be really fire too. Cause that is so like real and grounded. And Naomi's like truth of her character that like, I've been overlooked for all this yeah, stuff. No, you, for real. All y'all want to do. Yeah. You're right. No, because I'm thinking about it. I, we just did this episode. She was the first fucking like FCW. Ch- like, yeah, no, yeah. all that shit back. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, look, oh. nigga, I've been here before yeah. y'all niggas got here. I was here, nigga. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah do I, it. that would be fire. And I think so that, and I think kind of similar to that, if you don't do that, it needs to be character driven. And I think you look to her spiritual cousin, Randall Orton, because they are essentially <laughs> the same wrestler. And you just have her go on like legend killer shit. Like, I want matches with Leela. Molly Holly, mm-hmm. Kelly Kelly. Like, I'm out here taking scalps of y'all blonde-haired women. Like, I'm out here just taking names and just running through legends. Like, Can we I don't please know. make Dr. Umar her manager, please? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you have to give her some type of real violent finisher, like the punk kick, but like her version of that, like, like that natural selection, you're using that more, where it's like, uh-huh. nah, she she taking off heads of some of y'all. Like, and I think that yeah. would be a cool streak for her too. It's like, no, like I'm the standard. I'm Charlotte Flair. All these other people y'all talk about like this added, like I even like be like, I saw your little list on Twitter, Trish Dallas number one. She's not better than me. Like, and, da, 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 and go off like that. I think that would be a cool a little run for her too. Yeah. And like it, it 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 even sucks that we have to have this conversation because Charlotte is she's gotten a lot better as a promo. She's obviously incredible in ring. Like, it's not like we dislike Charlotte, it's yeah. just like they've kind of done everything that they can do with, with her on like, on like a normal level. Like that's why we got to take yeah. it to our galaxy brain type mm-hmm. stuff to kind of get more. Cause like, it's like, I fuck with Charlotte, but it's like, it's just like you said, like John Cena, Oh, John Cena's in, in a title match. Okay, cool. Like we, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to run it up. Like that's, that's cool. But like, yeah. you know, it's, it just sucks because it's like, they have to insert her into this Rhea Oscar thing, which I think will be good for Rhea because we saw Rhea and Oscar there, the chemistry, could, could use a little work. So, so you put right. Charlotte in there, who's more of a ring general, and we can get a better match out of it. But, like, we just know what's going to happen. Eventually, Charlotte's going to get that title off yeah. of Rhea again, or Asuka's going to win it back, and then Charlotte's going to beat Asuka. Like, so it's just like... Uh... It's like a Superman movie. Like, I love Superman. It's my favorite superhero. But the problem with Superman movies is that, like, you can't really fuck with Superman. Like, it's like, yeah. even if you... At a certain point, you know Superman is the best powers. He's the strongest. So you have to do all of this, like, machinations with kryptonite and, like, all this other stuff to, like, weaken him to even make it seem plausible that he would lose his match. Or you have to just kill him off. So, like... Tim, that's, <laughs> like, even the niggas who make Superman movies know that. And and the way that they went is, like, let's not make him look winger, weaker. Let's make him look stronger. Because in the Zack yeah. Snyder cut of... Yeah. Uh, sorry to get way off. But in the Zack Snyder cut, he's this God. nigga look even stronger. Yeah, he's like, it was like it was like you know they had like the fucking niggas who destroy universes come after them they was like all right bet let's just get superman and he literally stopped all that shit it was just like clark said i'm pussy (laughs) so it's the same thing like you gotta you gotta find a way to like mix it up or whatever that's fact somebody else step up yeah and i think this leads perfectly into our rewrite so our main event for today we are discussing the king of strong style, the Japanese sensation, Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, some background on Shinsuke. He was absolutely incredible prior to debuting on SmackDown. He's the first Asian-born intercontinental champion, two-time U.S. champion, SmackDown tag team champion. But prior to that, he was doing his thing in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was a three-time IWGP heavyweight champion. His first reign was at 23. 
He was the final IWGP third belt champion. He was the final NWF heavyweight champion and the longest reigning IWGP intercontinental champion, having held that belt five times. He won the 2011 G1 Climax and the 2014 New Japan Cup. While in New Japan Pro Wrestling, he crossed paths with the likes of Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuo Naito, Shelton Benjamin, Carl Anderson. He was such an international sensation that he threw the first pitch at a Rays and Rangers baseball game. Now he signed with NXT in 2016, defeating Sami Zayn in his debut match at NXT TakeOver Dallas. He's one of four men to hold the NXT championship more than once, joining Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Karrion Cross, uh, defeating Samoa Joe for the NXT championship at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. And they defeated Joe again for the belt in Osaka, Japan. Um, debuted after WrestleMania 33, interrupting The Miz. His in-ring debut victory was over Dolph Ziggler at Backlash. Sorry, sorry Chan. Um, <laughs> Dolph is here for the company, not for himself. That's <laughs> facts. That. That's facts. That's facts. Um, I remember at this time, the decision kind of confused me, but as time passed, I got it. But he was in the Money in the Bank 2017 match that Baron Corbin won. Uh, and we saw what happened with Baron Corbin's attempted cash-in. Um, Later on in August, Shinsuke defeated John Cena to earn the number one contender spot for the WWE title that was held at the time by the modern day Maharaja. We saw Shinsuke take his first pinfall loss on the main roster to the Maharaja uh, at SummerSlam 2017. Uh, he lost twice uh, to, to gender, SummerSlam 2017 and Hell in a Cell 2017. So it was like he was built, booked so strong, built so strong, protected, and then like, they just, they wanted the Maharaja's reign to continue on, whatever. Then we get to Royal Rumble 2018, where Shinsuke enters at number 14, and he wins, last eliminating, of course, Roman Reigns, because you know Roman's going to be in that final two in the Royal Rumble, putting somebody over. Shinsuke did the, did the gangster shit, immediately challenging AJ Styles in what would be a dream match for WWE fans who had not seen it prior in New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is where things get a little... So AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania 34 en route to a historic reign as WWE champion. And Shinsuke, in retaliation, gave AJ a low blow after the match, turning heel. So for our rewrite, uh, the first question that I want to throw out there, should, should Shinsuke Nakamura have won the match at WrestleMania 34? Of course. What are we talking about? Of course. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say no. And here's why. And this kind of pretty much sums up like all of my like kind of rewrite around this situation because it's not really like specific. Um, but I think everyone wanted, uh, if I remember correctly, I know I wanted Shinsuke to win around that time. Oh, yeah. He was super yeah. hot. White hot, bro. So I think there was an opportunity there to, you know, like what later like Becky would become, would become what we kind of almost see what KO if they would like give him more serious situations like he had with Roman or whatever. Um, it's like that stone cold effect, man. Shinsuke is one of those people who can have that stone cold effect. Like he could have lost that match and there could have been another way for him to look like of kind of like a, I don't give a fuck about anything anymore without having to be like a slimy heel and like the, the same way or whatever. Like that low blow, the reason why the low blow was upsetting to me and why I think he still should have lost, but like not have that is because the Lobo is like one of those, okay, I can't beat you, so fuck you moves or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Shinsuke's never been like an, oh, okay, I can't beat you kind of person to me or whatever, which doesn't make any sense. So I think he still loses. Um, I don't, I don't think maybe necessarily like he loses clean, clean. Like, let's just say like, you know, he attempts some like crazy move and like he really hurts himself, but then AJ capitalizes on that and that's why he lost. And it's not like a straight one-to-one, -one, like he couldn't beat AJ thing or whatever. But I think what you do after that is you just have him go crazy after that. Because I want you guys to do a little exercise with me. This is for both you guys here and for people listening. Go look up the roster of 2018 in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> go, hey. go look at that shit. Go look at it real quick. Go look at the names that are on there. There would have been a perfect opportunity for uh, to AJ to still be protected, for Shinsuke to come out of that losing or whatever, but like still, like, first of all, if, if Shinsuke loses, you keep that feeling of us wanting him to win. So we still like him or whatever, right? 
but you could have him just go and whoop everybody ass on some like nah bro like you don't understand i'm really hungry like blah 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 type shit or whatever and then like we all rooting for him and then like he's doing dickish things but we want him to win so badly that we don't care or whatever so he steps into that kind of like um what's the the word for it it's like uh what do they say it? It's like the uh, it's like all the superhero movies now or whatever, where it's just like the vil- the hero's not like a straight up hero. He's kind of like dark. Oh, anti hero, anti hero. Yeah. Right. So like you can have have him as an anti hero. Like Shinsuke would have been the perfect an- uh, anti hero, and that would have been the perfect time or whatever. Um, because I don't know about you guys, but I didn't give a shit about seeing any of those people get their ass whipped by Shinsuke at that time. So it would have been perfect or whatever. I I didn't need them to be protected. It, I think everybody would have still been good. And from there, like we wouldn't be where we are now, like, because that would have been established, even if they would have took them on some shitty, like, route or whatever, there would have also, there would have always been that bag they could have dipped into if they would have saw with him, like, oh, you know, he's not really going over with the fans the way we want him to. Let's just bring that old thing back or whatever. The same way they have, like, John just, like, say, like, America, like, every two seconds or whatever, <laughs> if something's not working. So, yeah, I think, I think he should have lost, but, but that would have, that would have, it would have had to follow that way if we, if right. we lost. Okay. Okay. Uh, I agree with you, Chan. I, I think Shinsuke could have, should have won. And I think instead of doing the turn after the match, you do the turn mid match. Like this was two baby phases people loved. AJ was on a great run with the title. Shinsuke came through, ran through SmackDown, won the Royal Rumble. So it was like, you know, it, they don't often do baby face versus baby face. Like there always has to be some type of turn. I don't think at that point turning AJ would have made sense. So I think you have. Shinsuke turn mid-match, whether it's the ref turns around as a low blow or like an eye poke and then the Kinshasa, kind of like Daniel Bryan turned against AJ when it was him babyface versus right. AJ babyface and Bryan won the title that way with, you know, some slimy shit. Like, I think you have Shinsuke turn mid-match, win, uh, win the title. And then when, when you run back the rematches, you know, you have him be being a heel doing crazy stuff. Because if you remember those rematches, it was like there was a double count out. There was there no was contest. This, yeah, there was a no contest because they both low blowed each other. There was a disqualification loss. And then finally, AJ beat him in, in a last man standing match. And it was like, this is whack. Like, I, I, I really wasn't that into it because, like, we were, and this may be just my, my emotional, uh, you know, reaction, but it was like, I, I was invested in Shinsuke up to that point. And then him turning heel was like, is this really the way he's going to get it? And then he didn't even get the title. So, I'm, so you give him that moment at WrestleMania, like AJ Styles came in Teflon. Like, you know, you know he's going to get it back at some point. So it's completely okay. But you understand they wanted to have AJ go on that historic reign, you know, break the record with the title. So fine. But for me, I think the the, the turn would have been more impactful for me if Shinsuke would have did it mid-match and won. Because that would have also been a crazy WrestleMania moment. Like, like we look back on WrestleMania 34 with him low-blowing AJ after the match, like, that was just some pussy shit. Like you did that because you couldn't beat him. Like if you do it to get the title and then you also like have good matches after that and you hold on to the title and AJ has to chase like that, that for me would have been a lot more impactful. So yeah, I, like uh, I would have had him turn mid-match for sure. I like that. Yeah. I think with the whole thing, it's just in context. Like it's because it's like, yes, in independently him winning or losing is kind of whatever, but it's because he lost this match and then the, all the other subsequent matches like really did nothing to like mm-hmm. help anything. It was like, well, then why, like, what do you have him win for if he was never going to even like get close to Tyler? Like, I get if you want AJ to have his title reign, I get it, but then just don't do the Shinsuke thing at all. Or like have yeah. him lose in a way that makes him look strong. It was like, like you said, like a double count out followed by a no contest. I remember by the end of it, it was just like, this is just dumb. Like yeah. you're it was like approaching like Bray Wyatt territory, and I love Bray Wyatt. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, where like he just can't ever, for whatever reason, they decide right when he could like do some cool shit. They're like, nah, just not. Nah, just yeah. not doing it. And it's just like, well, then why are we doing this over and over again? And it was like that. And then for me personally, I was coupled with the thing that like the basically the same thing happened to Oscar, where it's like, why the fuck did Oscar lose too? Because it was like you had both of these Asian American wrestlers in WrestleMania in these high point, and you basically fucked both of them over. And it was just like, well, this like kind of feels kind of gross too. It's like in context, it's like, so we're just gonna keep doing this over and over again. Like no, AJ and that's Charlotte. what I call racism. Yeah, <laughs> basically. That's how it felt. It's just like you want to give him a good look, but you're like, there's no way you're gonna win these titles like right now. Like, I hope you know that. It was just yeah. I, I that felt kind of gross. He was like, Well, one of them needed to win. Like and I'm glad you brought that up because that's how I feel right now. Like I almost got, I almost fucked around, got excited early this year. You remember like where like for like a few weeks, it looks like they were like, wait, are they going to push Shinsuke? Like, are they going to, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 
Yeah. And then they had him just like lose to people that they eventually like was going to put in WrestleMania. And I was just like, so why did you do like if you were going to do that, use someone else. You didn't need yeah. to use him. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. Mustafa Ali is free right now. Bruh, and honestly, he's <laughs> a him great do heel wrestler. I love yeah. watching him great wrestle heel. as a heel. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, with, with the idea of uh, Shinsuke winning the match, him doing the subsequent feud with AJ, who would you make his next challenger uh, for Shinsuke as, as heel champion? Because if you remember, Rusev Day. Super yeah. popular at, at that time, and I, you remember when at Rusev got that one title match with AJ, and like he lost. Extreme rules, Bopper. I, I wanted, I wanted to see more of that. Like if if there was, I, I know they probably wouldn't have made Rusev WWE champion at any point, but if there was any time where it made sense, Rusev Day with Aiden English with Lana, like that, that yeah. could have got more the moment. that. That and they ended up making them a tag team like soon after that. But I, I would have loved to see a Shinsuke, because especially they feuded over the uh, United States Championship like that year. And those were some those were some solid matches. So I feel like Shinsuke as heel champion versus Rusev would have been a solid matchup. But uh, who, who would you guys have uh, put, put up against Shinsuke's champion if, if it was Rusev or somebody else? Because again, um, the, the roster at that time was... <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> considering the roster... Here's where I would have taken him. And I don't know. I don't know when he. Well, yeah, I think this would have been good. Um, Randy Orton, mm. like right after there. I mean, you know, it would have been, you know, there would have had to been like a uh, a roster switch for whoever or whatever, like probably right. Randy coming over. But um, like Randy, like lost to gender Mahal at WrestleMania or whatever. Uh, a lot, you know. <laughs> At, lost to Jinder Mahal yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, so, Don't yeah you forget. and often. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, from there is just like, you know, had his daddy out there. For me, I'd be like, well, I lost to Jinder Mahal, so like, let me just go try something else. Like, <laughs> you know, if I'm Randy or whatever. But like, you know, but yeah, no, I I think um because Randy has his way of like validating champions or whatever. He's one yeah. of those people. Like, you know, I think he's I I, I think it's fair to say that he's like. John Cena, he like what Charlotte is for the women or whatever, which is probably why they have Charlotte with Rhea because they're just like, look, we want you to think she's legitimate, so here's Charlotte or whatever. Um, but yeah, like have Randy do it like for multiple, like, and the reason why I say that is I don't know where that story can go. There's not a lot of people that you can put after that, and I don't want Randy to win. But the, the good thing is, like, when Randy has fused with people over championships, we've seen this or whatever, and we're seeing it right now, like, well, not right now with championships, but it can extend for a while. And what that can do is that can give you a little bit more time with Shinsuke, like as champion, it gives him a chance to build a little bit more credibility or whatever. You get to see him like work in these different situations. You know, Randy, like he's like, cool, just, you know, let's run like four or five of these and do like three different stipulations for three of them or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so like you could have seen him in all these different, it would have got you a little bit more used to him so that you couldn't really play him like he getting played right now. So I think that would have been really cool. On top of the fact that Randy be funny as hell on a mic or whatever, mm-hmm. and Shinsuke is funny too because his English isn't that great. So it would have yeah. just been funny, like, having the back and yeah. forth between both of them. That would have been hilarious. But, yeah, that's my yeah. pick. It's funny you say that. We're on, like, opposite sides today. So my ideas for the feuds were, I think, with the AJ feud, I personally, maybe this is, like, the early 2000s in me, I don't mind having the title hop back and forth. So I would have had Shinsuke win at Mania, um, AJ can win the no DQ match. Honestly, at Mania, and this is maybe because I, if you haven't figured out yet, Samoa Joe is my teenage wrestler of choice. Um, <laughs> and so I would have had a low key squash AJ. I would have had him like do some like not even a low blow. Cause to me, a low blow is like if I'm supposed to be Shinsuke Kamara, this like super violent king of strong style, I should be able to do a dirty move that's also like strong. So like I would have him like do something like that and then win the match in like a very like quick like decisive manner kind of AJ like comes, how he beat Jeff Hardy for the US title yeah, like he, yeah, you know, just he him pre-match yeah. and then Kinshasa yeah yeah and so then AJ he's like now nah, I see what you're doing and then AJ wins and then no I mean last man standing match Shinsuke wins it back he's the title I think he'll Shinsuke I think you throw him in some dress wear I'm thinking a navy suit white collar like real like not Yakuza but Yakuza adjacent like I'm really violent out here with this title like I'm like low-key like a gangster too and it's like don't touch me and like I'm like I'll get my hands dirty too, but like don't touch me. Um, I think you have the Rusev feud. I think also, which is like this is that they did like he premiered during a mid segment, and then like nothing really came of that. Yeah. So I think 
Miz coming back around and being like, you really, because, you know, Miz can twist around, like, you're here because of me. Like, you got this shot because I, you interrupted my moment because I'm the Miz. And da, 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 da. Like, I was going to say I wanted the title shot before you even said that. And I think you have him have a match with Miz, you know, because I think that it won't be a great match, like, physically, but it'll be a good story, like, because Miz can talk, sure. basically, for both of them. And I think his last few where he drops title should be to Randall Orton. Um, one of my, like, sneaky things is, like, I felt like while the Kofi Daniel Bryan match was good, I think part of the like the thing with is like Kofi Bryan beating Daniel Orton. While in terms of like if you know the wrestler status seems improbable, if you're just looking at them physically speaking, Daniel Bryan doesn't look that much more imposing than Kofi does. Like, yeah, we know he's a better wrestler, but like him beating him, if you're just watching it, seems plausible. And so, like, I always felt like if that moment instead of Daniel Bryant was Randy where Randy already has the history with Kofi like you're a joke you're stupid like and now I have now you think you can take this title from me at WrestleMania who are you like and also I think even before that with Shinsuke you have the whole like I am WWE my dad was wrestling I am wrestling you're this whole New Japan cute indie thing and you know Vince loves stomping them niggas out and so like that would be the storyline and then Randy <laughs> beats Shinsuke like yeah see this is not go back to Japan like some shit like that um and then, yeah, then you have Kofi Mania, but you just have it with Randy, who they have the history. And you have, like, the, Randy is physically imposing. So I think when you have that moment of, like, this overall triumph, it's like, wow. Like, not only did he beat Randy Orton, because, like you said, any win against Randy Orton is a big deal. It doesn't matter if it's on a Monday, a Friday, a Sunday, a Saturday. If you beat Randy Orton, it's a big deal. You beat Randy Orton at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, and, like, this guy you can never give up. I think that even adds more to Kofi Mania itself. So I think you you do both storylines, Justin. So that, that would be my kind of yeah overarching arc i think you have you know obviously like we, we can talk about later like other matches that happen but like yeah. i think that's kind of like the bookends of it is that you have you lead the kofi mania with randy and that's how you get to kofi mania i like that I, I like that the only thing is i would want shinsuke to hold it through survivor series so we could see shinsuke versus brock lesnar to, to run back their match from new japan pro wrestling because shinsuke took a hiatus from new japan and then Brock left New Japan, I think, to go to the to the NFL or to go to UFC. So they're like, Shinsuke, well, we need you back. Brock left us. But like they they had a match that people were into. And Shinsuke was training with Brock to kind of become more of a like a better wrestler, become more lethal. He he right. needed to gain muscle and stuff. So I feel like with their history and just like, you know, WWE likes to do those those dream matches where like, you know, it happened mm -hmm. in, an, in another promotion. So they do it. They put it on a bigger stage for people who were longtime fans of like Sami Zayn and KO or like, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. So you do that Shinsuke Brock match, make it the Raw versus SmackDown thing. You know, Shinsuke could lose in five minutes, but like he could get at least one Kinshasa off on Brock. And I just feel like Paul Heyman on the mic versus Shinsuke, Shinsuke's facial reaction, yeah. Shinsuke's mannerisms, all that. Like, I would, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just money. It's dollar signs yeah. in my eyes. I would, I would love yeah. to see it. Um, and also, as we know, Brock only has matched with people he respects, and right. he respects Shinsuke, and so like right. he would, he would give him the match, and, like he Absolutely. wouldn't Dean Ambrose him, like he would really mm -hmm. like. I know you really about that action. Like I, I mm -hmm. fuck with you, Shinsuke, for like ten to twelve minutes. Like I, yeah. I do that for you. Yeah, um, you guys kind of got ahead, but it's I, I, I like it with, with the Randy thing because I was gonna talk about how you know Shinsuke was hella protected by the WWE. Like aside from losing those matches to gender. Um, and then losing to AJ, like he, and even beyond that, like he's been very protected by the WWE. So I was going to ask, you know, who would it make sense to lose the belt to? Randy didn't even cross my mind, but that actually makes sense. But I had a couple people here. I would love, I would love to have seen a Daniel Bryan Shinsuke feud uh, with Bryan as the face and then Shinsuke as the heel. Um, I was going to ask, and I guess we could talk about this now. Would Kofi Mania have been as impactful if Shinsuke was, was the heel champion? As no, because it would have no. been it would have been color on color, and we yep. needed Two to color. take that from the white man. I'm sorry, Yo. it's like everybody knows. Everybody Yo. knows what this was. It was like <laughs> it's like that Bill Burr joke about how like you know like we uh, we keep dipping into all these different sports to find like uh, times where black people have to overcome like unnecessarily racist white people, or whatever. <laughs> it's like unfortunately sometimes you just need to watch a story. Where like the black person is like it's like it needs to be um binary where there's no yep. like you know gray area. Yep. It's like no no no, this is the good guy, that's the bad guy. Like and for me, Shinsuke's never gonna be a real even when he was a heel. I was just like okay, I'm just interested how they do a heel. I'm not looking at him like a bad Too guy. Cool. Or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, it is like so yeah, and and then there's like the factor of like personalities and stuff like that. Like where Daniel Bryan was at the time that Kofi took it from him was perfect or whatever. Like it was yeah. just it was perfect. So. 
No, I, I think um, I think it it diminishes uh, Kofi's title, or whatever. It would have been too much in the vein of WWE to give him that title with, then, because we would have been like, I mean, of course y'all gonna let him take it from Shinsuke. We would have still been complaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, if Ali wasn't hurt, would Ali versus Shinsuke be a mania match you would want to see? And do we think WWE would make that a mania match? Far too brown for, 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 for the WWE brown. title. Yeah, like like it might be like an intercontinental title. I see match, title, yeah. But yeah, no. WWE title, like yeah. you honestly yeah. looking at 2018 roster, you'd be much more likely to get Big Show versus Shinsuke Nakamura, or like <laughs> Dol- or like Dolph versus Shinsuke Nakamura, or even Kane versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Then Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Honestly, I'm looking at the roster too. This is like another rewrite we can do. Like late career Jeff Hardy, I never understand what's going on. It'll you you'll catch you'll catch a random Friday and he'll win the U.S. title. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I, okay, Jeff Hardy, he's the U.S. champion now. And then next Friday, gets washed, lose it. Mm-hmm. Don't know why that happened. Like, mm-hmm. and so like. He's another person where, like, if they would properly build Jeff Hardy, it would make sense for him to be involved in these, like, WWE title, like, kind of rivalry rewrites. But for whatever reason, he just never is. Like, I never think, oh, yeah, Jeff Hardy should get a shot at it. It's, like, early career Jeff Hardy. But now I don't know what what is even going on with that. Nice. And here's a here's a moonshot. So um, uh, in the vein of, like, I, I said I was going to I was going to get to this earlier or whatever. So. One thing I uh, I really liked about watching wrestling when I was younger, and Chan, you brought you brought this up too, is just like you got two wrestlers. One might be heel, one might be a face. But to me, a lot of those times, like it doesn't really matter because I might just be into both of them. You got the Rock and Stone Cold or whatever, and um, you know, like even with um, um, like with Kurt and Brock, like uh, or whatever, like with that going on, it's just like I like both. Like you know, there's a lot of situations like that, like um especially that ruthless aggression era. So I think there's a chance for you to like, kind of like copy that or whatever. And this would be way out of left field. I forget what feud he was in at the time. Hold on, let me go look it up. Cause it probably has it here. All right, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it does, it does, it does. But yeah, um, so yeah, um, it like really has like nothing to do with it. You would have had to find a way for these two to come together. I think it would have been cool if KO takes the the championship off of uh, Shinsuke because you can run those back a few times. Like yeah. both of those are the kind of guy. Like you know, there's. I think the thing that they share is that like just intensity. Like Shinsuke with the come on or whatever, and Kevin Owens as soon as he comes out the fucking entranceway, he's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's just like a certain intensity with both of them, where you know, like how like you know, you used to get the the Rock and Stone Cold or uh, Triple H and whoever or whatever, just like in the middle of the ring, just like yeah. punching the shit out of each other or whatever. You can get that from Kevin Owens and Shinsuke. I think like three times, honestly. Yeah. And yeah. it would have been great. And I would have liked to see him, like, the same way you were talking about, like, with the back and forth with him and AJ, I think him and KO could do that as well, too. Mm-hmm. So all, all of that to say, I mean, aside from you saying he shouldn't have won at Mania, but he should have won, like, we all wanted to see Shinsuke hold that WWE title. I've talked about it so many times here. No one realizes he's one title away from a Grand Slam championship, and it doesn't feel like it. Because if you look at everything he's done since 2018, yes, he held the Intercontinental title for a little bit. Yes, he's a two-time U.S. champion. Put in a tag team of Rusev. Put in a tag team with Cesaro. But, like, all of the excitement that came in that was that existed when he debuted on SmackDown and, like, how he was just cooking people, they've mismanaged it in my mind. And, you know, uh, some people feel like, you know, Shinsuke wasn't even that great of a champion when he was in NXT. So, you know, you might not want to see him as a world champion but it was like just to build him up the way they built him up just to have him lose at WrestleMania and then lose, well, not lose, but not get the title three subsequent matches. And then even like, like we talked about in 2020 around Royal Rumble time when he just cooked in that gauntlet match and they had Roman and Jay Uso beat him up and then Adam Pierce win. It was like, why you see what he can do when, when he's motivated and put into something that like, you know, he, he takes seriously. Like he, he heats it up. Like what, Roman as champion versus Shinsuke is a match I wanted to see. Like I was like, oh, like, well, like, well, we're gonna get this. Like they moved beyond KO. We're gonna get Roman versus Shinsuke at Royal Rumble, and then they put KO back in. But it's like, bro, like, he, even he, well, he's he, you know, Shinsuke's forty-one now. You know, he he might be a, a little lazier. He might not. He might dial it in sometimes. But like, when he wants to turn it on, he can turn it on. And I feel like with with some of these matches we fancy book KO, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Randy Orton, 
you put Shinsuke in, in those positions and he's he he probably give us classics. Yeah. I think what you see a lot with people now in WWE, maybe not now, it's probably always been a thing, but something as I've noticed got older, like they're almost like victims of their own success. Where I feel like sometimes Vince gets in his head, it's like, oh, this person's always gonna be fire. They'll they'll be fine. You can always reheat this. And so they like kind of play them. And then when it comes time that they actually want to do something with them, you had them lose so much that people now aren't really invested in it anymore. And so it's like you have because of you thought they were so good, you've then basically made them not like because you were so like convinced that they would always be on top. And that's why, like, you get at least personally, I get worried when I see things like kind of how they did Keith Lee at first. It was like, all right, now, like, you're taking a lot of clean losses to just mm-hmm. got to the main roster, shit like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think Shinsuke Margaret is, like, basically the perfect encapsulation. On top of that, there's, like, the cultural stuff of his English not being that good and, like, mm-hmm. them never really being able to find, like, a way to, like, not have his character sometimes be a stereotype. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they make him very, like, oh, he's the Japanese guy, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do think he would also very much so benefit from some type of faction situation. Like, yeah. and not, like, a joke faction, like, a faction with purpose. It can, like, it doesn't have to be around, you know, like, the whole Xylee, like, Chinese. It doesn't have to be something, like, <laughs> cultural, but just something where, like, oh, okay, this is, like, the an NXT faction. Like, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Shinsuke all believe that, like, these main roster wrestlers aren't really wrestling. They're dialing it in. We're here to, like, for the real wrestlers. Like, something like that where it's, like, okay, this makes sense. I'm learning about Shinsuke through this character, and it's making him more valid instead yeah. of like nerfing him like they do with so much. Like you don't want to end up being like Kane, like career Kane. You don't want to be that. Because yeah. like Team Horror, as you said. Yes, because <laughs> like Black Tau Kane was such a problem. Like he yeah. was so wild, like so over, and the way they just would not just let him hold that world heavyweight title for long. Mm-hmm. that's how you end up back around where we're at now where it's like okay Kane will be his, Kane's not gonna win like Kane is yeah. Kane like what are you talking about he's a politician <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and speaking of faction I, I actually liked uh Shinsuke Sami Zayn and Cesaro like that that was cool but when they had that brief thing with Braun where Braun beat Shinsuke for the title then they had the three-on-one handicap match and Zayn got the title but like having Zayn as, as the mouthpiece Cesaro as like the muscle and then Shinsuke just kind of like, you know, he's he, Shinsuke was like the, the, the uh, final boss in that faction. Like, you had right. to get through Sammy and Cesaro to get to Shinsuke. Thought it would have been really cool if, like, well, if, if if Shinsuke was Intercontinental Champion and Cesaro and Sammy were Tag Team Champions or Zayn was Intercontinental Champion and then Cesaro and Shinsuke were Tag Team Champions because we see at this point they're not going to give Shinsuke the WWE title. It would have made the most sense for him to be WWE Champion, Cesaro and Sammy to be Tag Team Champions. But, like, that was that was a time I was like, oh shit, like this is something that we could really get jiggy with. And then Sami Zayn left during COVID and Cesaro and Shinsuke were on their own and it just wasn't as interesting. So like when, when they beat New Day, I knew it was happening because you wanted Big E to go solo, but it was like, this just doesn't feel like that that kind of star making, oh, like this is about to become a thing type moment. Because we saw as soon as Xavier and Kofi came back, they got the titles right off of it. Yep. And Shinsuke went right back to being dormant. Like, he couldn't even win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this past year. Like, <laughs> like it's nope. like, uh, yeah, yeah. So do my man justice. Stop Asian hate. <laughs> oh you are green. You are incredibly green. <laughs>